Yo, here we go. All right, you can go ahead and start. At the count of three, I want everybody in the place to be to make some noise if you're down with me. One, two, three. Many of the terms, comments, and stories you're about to hear may not be suitable for some. Listener discretion advised. All right now, boys and girls. You set for a mission of the utmost importance. What mission? Save the world. Hey, that cutie pie was the deal. Had to let you know how I feel. Had a bunch of girls, but I'ma keep it real. The mother chicken hands couldn't foot the bill, but you is This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. You know how to get that dough. You bust a hard bread just like both. You feel me up when I'm feeling low. When I'm home on the road, no questions asked. You know it's on as soon as I hit the very real sense. I need that on my team. Bet they give me a pound. Tell them put the money in my hand right now. Shut up the motor, we need more seats. We just sold out all the floor seats. No interview with the NME, cause I will only make enemy. No QA with the Q today, cause I really don't have good to say. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Pep Talks and Tequila Shots. I'm your host, Adrian, with Mark and Sarah, as always. How the hell are you guys doing? I'm good. I'm good. Mark, what are you playing with over there? Sticky note? Yeah. Just trying to last minute ideas. You just want to throw them down and make sure that you, uh, you have something in front of you. <laughs> yeah, it's idea dump. Idea dump? Yeah. Well, you won't even give me a pen, so I don't know how it's going to work. No, you can't. But I, I have to ask you a question. So uh, I'm sitting here, and we're listening to our, our intro, mm-hmm. and I'm looking at Sarah, and she's so right. deep in thought. and What's she thinking about? Doing something weird with her mouth. I really would love to know what was on your mind. All right, Sarah, I didn't see this. So what's the deep in thought weird thing that you're doing with your mouth? So I was playing with a Sharpie, and I was trying to balance it on my finger. No, you weren't, actually. Yeah, I was. No, was you like weren't. like, concentrating. Guys, I'm too tired for this, so we just need to uh, figure out what Sarah was doing with her mouth. Yeah, what was I doing with my mouth? Well, you were obviously thinking about something, so what was what was so important? What was what were you deep in thought of? Was she but talking to herself? To like, yeah. Yes. Okay, what that were you, you saying? That wasn't even your hand. You, took the, you picked that up after you gave me a sticky note. I... Mm. No. Sarah busted. I have no idea. I also... Have really, yeah, I don't remember. remember I just thought it was so important. It was something you wanted to talk about today. Yeah, um, do you have anything that you have any problems that you want to yeah, get I solved here on Pep Talks? Like my memory, like I'm not very good at remembering stuff. And I heard it's because like I don't sleep enough. Uh, it could like be all the drugs you do. <laughs> <laughs> Probably has a lot to do with the drugs you do. What drugs? Okay. All the, all the kind <laughs> that make you forget. <laughs> <laughs> if you obviously don't eat enough fish. Oh, yeah, I get yeah. that omega 3. Yeah, but even eating, um, even fish won't get you enough omega three. No, you gotta you take need, a supplement, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you do that? No, I don't. No, no but people, you should take omega three. It's really good for your heart too, right? Yes. Is it very I good for your heart? That. Do you know what? There's so many things you should be taking. Like it, mm. it's ridiculous. I was friends with uh, friends with a naturopath, and she had mentioned that if you're not taking omega three, you're literally just crazy because it is so good for you and so easy to take once one a day is just so good for you mm-hmm. really yeah but she was also a naturopath so you know what that means she went to the so school's longish uh, fucking real doctor and uh is in just as much debt but doesn't actually have the ability to prescribe any medication 
think that's true. What do you mean? I but, don't think but the education the, is it, that long. Yeah, it's just as long yeah, as the it real is, doctor. But they no. they shouldn't have the right to prescribe medication no, because I agree. that yeah, yeah, yeah. contradicts no what they. Yeah, no, no, no I, I unless know it's that, medical yeah. marijuana. But they also make a quarter of the price or the quarter of the uh, the the income, right? Income, yeah. yeah. Mm, it's because no pharmaceutical company backed them up. No, no, it's because they're not covered by OHIP and they're not paid nearly as much. So it's pretty simple, <laughs> okay, Sarah. <guys. laughs> Like actually incredibly simple, especially in Ontario. Healthcare is very regulated. Do you know that I, I come into each of these sessions happy with so much optimism? Bushy tail, bright eye. I always say I'm not going to laugh at Sarah today. I'm not <laughs> going to, to to bully her, bully her. Bushy tailed, bright eyes, and ready to go. You or is it, it wide so eyed? Is you, you it you literally eyed? serve it up on a silver platter? Is it bright eyed or is it? These are uh, all very fair questions that I'm asking. Like I don't know. I just wanted to get some info. Well, is it bright eyed or is it is it bright eyed and bushy tailed or wide eyed and bushy tailed? I think you can go with both. Really? Why are you standing? Uh, Because I've been sitting all day and I want to stand. Oh, I see. So you didn't go on the bouncy castle today? I did not go on a bouncy castle today. No, no bouncy castle for me. So legit, why aren't you sleeping? What's on your mind? Like it's yeah, I just like haven't been able to sleep. Or oh, you you have you've been struggling with like a little bout of insomnia, haven't you? I I feel like I don't want to call it that because that sounds really extreme. But like I don't sleep very much. Insomnia is pretty extreme though. No, insomnia is like pretty legit. No, but isn't isn't when you can't sleep or like when you're struggling to fall asleep so you end up only getting a few hours a night isn't that no insomnia? i think insomnia is like a an illness like it, you're oh. awake and for hours and days and weeks like insomnia i'm sure has a limit too where it, when it's considered insomnia we should is look it, that up eventually but <laughs> is it also if like your body wakes you up while you sleep too so you can wake up m- like multiple times in one hour yeah is that sure. insomnia i don't think this that's I think insomnia is just the inability. You might to have sleep. you might have sleep apnea, isn't that when your body oh, like? Oh, uh, well, that's when you're like stop breathing. Yeah, and you wake know. up multiple times, a little time. But I don't think you know you're waking up. No, you yeah, don't. I think that's you don't thing, know you're yeah. waking and, up. No. And that absolutely like before I had my surgery like uh, probably ten years ago. What I surgery? had deviated septum. When I yeah, I had my like my throat, my tonsils, my mouth scraped, my nose redone, my adenoids removed really? because Holy I was like fuck, super tired that. during the day. And I was driving home from, because I used to work in Brampton sometimes, and I would be driving home, and it'd be 2 o'clock in the afternoon, and I would literally fall asleep at the mm. wheel. Yeah, that's I'd be not so good. tired. And one day I went off the road, and I was like, this is wrong. Like, What the? F- what time what? do you wake up in the morning now? That's scary. Now I'm up at like 5 a.m. every day. Every morning you're up at 5 a.m.? What about you, Sarah? Um, so I don't sleep much, so I wake up, and then I toss and turn, but I wake up at like 4.30 maybe. What time do you go to bed, though? Like I don't sleep. What much. time do you get out of bed? How about that? Oh, I don't get out of bed until like eight thirty. What time do you get out of bed? Like five thirty. Oh, yeah, so like great. you, yeah. But I do. I, but I, the, my problem is, is, I I should be super productive and do something like go well, to the yeah. gym or go for a walk. But yeah. I don't. I get up and I go on the couch and play on my phone and watch the news. Now oh. thirteen coffees. At least so you watch I've, the news. That's great. Well, I read the news. Excuse me. I don't actually turn on the TV. Okay. So I've tried to. I want That's to implement uh, an earlier wake up schedule into my life. Right now I'm up at six thirty, but I'm probably not out of bed until seven seven thirty. Yeah. But I want to get to that five a.m. time. But the thing I, is, I do. I I'm useful. Like I I do things. Like I'm productive in those times. I just don't sit there and fuck around, right? I actually oh, do me work. too. I I I'm super productive in the morning. Like I get I, a lot more work done between uh, six thirty or seven and nine than I would get if I came in from or from nine to say eleven, right? Mm-hmm. 
And even, you know what, I found that the way that I start my day is, you know, and, and, and sometimes I try and, and fight through the urge, but the way I start my day is I generally will watch, like, I'll finish the YouTube video I fell asleep when I first, you know, started watching when I was falling asleep, and or I'll I'll find a new YouTube video, and I get kind of get lost in this little... um this little wormhole of YouTube or, or Wikipedia a lot. Mm. But the thing is, that's going to happen to me anyways. So if I'm doing it at between 7 and 8, it's better than me do getting here at 10 and doing between 10 and 11. Mm -hmm. right? I still have a lot more of the day left. Yeah, but exactly. It's, it's so funny that you say that. So before I started this 5 o'clock wake-up call stupidity... But <coughs> you're did you doing that by choice? No, like yeah. my body, like I wake... It, this morning I was like, fuck, why am I awake? Like... And I got up and I was like awake. I was like, I'm, I'm good. I stayed in bed though because I was super tired. Right. Like my physically I was tired. But before this five o'clock wake up call thing started, um, we used to have to like do stuff before bed. So I used to have to put a movie on or I'd have to play on my phone mm -hmm. because I would go to bed, but I needed time to like shut down. Now when I go to bed, regardless of what time it is, like I can't set my alarm fast enough and I'm already falling asleep. Do you eat differently than before? Because I've heard a lot like a your no, diet is nothing, really healthy. Then. Literally nothing's changed. I think what's changed is I'm actually happy about where I work. And <gasps> I think that's the difference. That's so I, good. I think for the first time, like this is the only thing that's changed in my life. I eat the same. I probably gained weight, unfortunately. Right. I drink, I eat, do what we want. But like the one thing that's changed is work. I, that's um, great news. I... Uh, I, I, so I've never had, I've been one of those people that I have friends who will take 30 minutes. They'll go to bed, they'll shut down and they take like 30 minutes to fall, fall asleep. Right. I'm out like this. The moment you, you, I lay down, I'll put on a, a YouTube video and before they even get through like the intro, like section, Skip like the, this in 10 second thing. Yeah, exactly. I'm out. I'm, I'm out. Yeah. So if I lay my head down and I close my eyes, I'm out. It doesn't take me a long time to fall asleep. Either. I start snoring before my eyes close. <laughs> and it, it, Vicky actually said that thing. to me the other day. She's like, do you know that your eyes were still open and you started to snore? That's how tired I, and it, as I'm out as soon as I go to bed. Oh gosh. Yeah. Um, but I think, great. what time do you go to sleep? See, I go to sleep around midnight it, and I wake up. No, yeah. I never. I, it ranges between like 9.30 and 11. No, I see. If I, I couldn't even fall asleep at 9.30 if I wanted to, I don't think. I could fall asleep right now. When we were watching that video, <laughs> I, I was like doing one of these. Tired. Yeah, I, I usually go to bed at like, I try. I go into bed around 11. Maybe, do you have a routine maybe, before bed? Like, do you wash your face? No. You take yeah, I mean, I wash my face and brush my teeth, but I don't really have like a routine. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Um, but it's interesting to bring that up. A lot of uh, I've been reading this thing about morning routines or an evening in evening mm -hmm. and evening routines, and um, a lot of like successful CEOs or entrepreneurs they they say, you know, come a certain time at night. Say it's nine o'clock, ten o'clock, whatever it is. You start your nighttime routine because it tells your body that it's time to shut down. Ariana Huffington does a, she has a bath every night, every yeah. night to shut her body down. Yeah. Um, you know, and others will put on a certain movie I, I i don't know right but they all have these evening routines yeah. and i'm like it's something i'm thinking about thinking about getting into an evening routine it's hard to get into though you know it would be hard to get into more time for yourself aside no but it would like, be hard to get into if i'm going to start at nine o'clock because at nine sometimes at nine o'clock i'm not even home from work yet you know i mean maybe if i started it at 11 when i start getting into bed or 12 right but sometimes i'm not asleep until one one o'clock in the morning and then i'm up at 6 30 but I think when your routine it has to be done at the same time or else it yeah. doesn't it well no I don't think it has to be done at the maybe actually you're right I would yeah. say like if, if you're talking about Ariana Huffington I think she's very much I really should read her book Thrive and all that but I don't I didn't even know she had but a book yeah that's like her big thing and she 
quit her company to start this company about the company's called Thrive. Yeah. Okay, then she had a book before that. Though. Oh. And then she quit what she was doing to start this company, and it's all about disconnecting and whatever, whatever, and for really? herself. But I bet you, hundred bucks, she goes to bed at every night at the same time and does the exact same. You know, thing. you're probably right. Yeah, like she probably her say nine o'clock hits and her evening routine starts, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. But what I really love about her is the whole technology thing. Like she does not allow any technology in rooms. Not yeah. even a dig- Not even a. Is it analog that you plug it in? Digital clock. Digital. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, other than her lamp plugged in, there's nothing in her room that emits any sort of, like... Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, but, so, uh, the problem with a lot of people is I think that they use their phones as uh, as alarms, and I'm not saying that's the way to go. But but you don't have to leave beside your bed. You're right, you're right. And it might actually be better not being beside your bed, because I snooze my alarm probably, like, three times, right? Mm -hmm. But uh, you can get into one of those analog clocks with the fucking little hammer that goes between the two bells and just scare the shit that. out of everyone in your house. I love that. That'd be great. But I, it, I, I, part of the reason why I think having the phone beside your bed is a terrible thing is because when you wake up in the morning, what's the first thing you do? Other than turn your alarm off. You look like, at your phone. Yeah, I'm in my emails before I well, get out of bed. Here's, mm-hmm. You know what's even worse about that to, to, to compliment yeah. um, what you just mentioned? If you wake up, say, at like 2 a.m., right? Because you got to pee or you just happen to roll over and wake up. If you look at your phone... If I look at my phone, I can't go back to sleep. No. The the light that's emitted, the, there's, there's something called like those blue rays or some the, shit that comes through the LED. It it, it wakes me up. It, it increases my serotonin level and it's hard for me to go back to bed. Well, you should never. Yeah, you should never pick yeah. up. And I do. Like, I pick up my phone to look what time it is and I pick up my phone to do this in the middle of the night if I wake up. Like, it's it's bad. So they have, um, there's a lot of apps and, and I think the, the new iPhone OS is, is has a... Uh, a special thing that like dims it at certain hours to make it look. Yes, yeah, well, I have that, that for a while, so. and I've used it too. And it, it, does it does make it, a difference. It does make it's it more difference. like a sepia or whatever that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but it doesn't really make a difference. My issue is not the light. My issue is that I turn it on and then look at stuff. Instagram. Mm. Oh yeah. Emails. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't do that. Tindering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tinder in the morning. See who's uh, see who's on Tinder at three a.m. Yeah. Yeah. But church um, nearby. <laughs> I'm going out with my friends. <laughs> oh, fucking know. Tinder! It's terrible though. I, I do you dream every night. I don't know. It's hard to say. I, th- I think I do. I think everyone dreams every night. It's just do you remember whether you remember yeah. or not? Yeah. Do you do you remember? Like you wake up and remember your dream? I th- it sometimes, yeah. I think I, I would say actually on say a week. majority of the okay. time I do. So maybe do you feel tired from it? Like if you remember your dreams in the morning, do you, does it make you a little <laughs> bit more tired? I've had like Sarah emotionally straining dreams, like yeah, with my mom right. and stuff like that. If I dream about my mom or yeah. grandma, I'll be like extremely tired the next day. But I think it's just it takes, it's just memories and it just takes a toll on you. Sarah has I this agree. theory that um, when she wakes up and remembers her dream it makes her more tired because it's like it's using her mind or something more. So she thinking when you're dreaming, uh, it's it, your mind is more active. Therefore, you're more tired when you wake up. And my argument isn't dreaming because your mind is so at peace and at rest or it's in that. I don't know. REM cycle the, of whatever. Yeah. Your body has to be in a certain cycle of sleep for it to, yeah. to start dreaming. But I don't know if it has anything to do with your mind being at rest. And I definitely don't think it has anything to do with your mind being so active that you wake up tired. I, I think people just fucking dream. And it's whether or not you remember them. Is I will say, though, I, I think I kind of get what you're saying. So I used to have this reoccurring dream. Yeah. Oh, those are, those oh. are scary. Those were like, was I it had a scary this, reoccurring I had dream? It, no, but I had it for years. Yeah, like it was probably a good a, reoccurring yeah, dream? Yeah, it was an, a, a you know chubby guy one. It was me dreaming about this bakery that I kept trying to find. But it was so weird because I kept what, what, walking what, 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 on this really beautiful street, and I was trying to find this. 
what was the uh, what was the uh, the item there at the bakery that you were just trying to get? It was a get? specific, like a strudel, no, a little it turnover. A, it's a called a peach. It's an Italian dessert. All right, and but I would have this dream like every single night, mm. and it was the exact same thing, and it was making me crazy because you couldn't find the bakery in real life. It, and I don't even know if it was necessarily fine. I think there was something else to it, but it was just this reoccurring. And I don't even think because I have not found a bakery or whatever, but they've stopped. But like for like two years, I would have this dream. And it, how frequently? I, like every day. <gasps> Shit. And it, it absolutely would make me tired. Mm-hmm. Because but Fuck, I think how can you have the same dream every day? That'd, that'd, be, every, ho- that'd be horrible. Every single night. Yeah. But again, that's mentally exhausting because you're, you're of anxiety before you go to bed that you're going to dream about it. And yeah, and then you wake the up and then you have the anxiety of like but it wasn't, to figure out why. But there was so much Or trying to find it. But yeah. the, the issue was you're always trying to find I it. I want that peach. But it wasn't, It's but it's that you could mm, never find it. Peach. Oh, like you would yeah. walk by it, you you went into it once, but you could never find yeah, it again. So I'm the pretty same sure street, that would be like some metaphor, like for, for for something in your life that you you're you're missing or you're you're mm. you're 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 close to something, but it just you're not getting it or something. Absolutely, I agree. Like that. Yeah. But it would make me nuts. And then at one point too, I was having dreams where um, someone would die. Oh god! And then the yeah. next day, I would get news of someone I knew, and it didn't have to be like, "Oh, I read the obituary," and people you don't know died. It was like someone how I was somehow connected to would die. <gasps> Um, and every time I had a dream of someone dying, I would have anxiety the next day because I was like, who is it going to be? And of course, were like, they usually pretty close to you? I had um, close I enough to be like, to. it was either like a friend, a friend of the family, like someone I knew. And it wasn't like, oh, Adrian's like, oh, my uncle passed. It would be like someone I knew. Right. Mm. And that went on for a couple of years as well. That's terrible. So for a lot of my, um, you know, adult life, I've tried to... Uh, lucid dream i've actively tried to lucid dream yeah i remember we talked about this yeah a long time ago and uh i still i still do it not as much as i used to but um are you familiar with what lucid dreaming i am it's basically when you can when you're recognized that you're you know you realize that you're dreaming while you're dreaming but it isn't in a meditative state like aren't you i don't think it's anything aren't you trying to put yourself in a certain yeah, yeah yeah okay i see what you're saying um like you have to breathe a certain way and no you don't have to see here's how it works you 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 need to you need to realize that you're dreaming while you're dreaming right well how do you do that um there's one way that it's called reality checks right so throughout the day while you're awake you know you look at your hands and you say am i dreaming right and then you and then because you're asking that question throughout your day so much you would start theoretically asking that question in your dreams, right? And when you do your reality check, like I'll look at my bracelet and I'll try and move my bracelet with my mind. It doesn't move. I'm lucid. I'm not dreaming, right? But in a dream, you can literally do whatever you want, right? It's, it's actually so much fun. And I remember the very first time I lucid dreamed, um, I got so excited I couldn't sleep for the rest of the night. And it's just such an amazing feeling. Like you feel, you feel something, right? Um, n- not like, not like once you wake up, really, but you feel it in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I remember, I was like, "Am I dreaming? Oh my god, yes, I am dreaming!" And I hopped out of my bed and I flew down my stairs and I flew up on top of a lamppost outside of my house and I was just sitting there and chilling. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go see Mark. And then I started like flying and going through the forest and then I was doing backflips and then I closed my eyes and I'm opening back up. And then suddenly I was like in a, in a beach area and I was still flying over the surf. And um, and then I got too excited and I woke up. My body woke myself up. But there's like a feeling you feel it in your stomach. But you feel did, it in your. But how did you get yourself into that? So like what did you do to, when 
you started this. Or? I did finger induced lucid lucid dreaming, which is F I L D, and basically what it is is you um you have to uh you have to carefully like basically put you put your two fingers under your pillow or wherever you can rest your hand right and you move the two index you move your index finger and your middle finger so that you're applying pressure down right try with me now put your put your hand on the table and apply pressure down on those two fingers so that you're basically doing this action but don't actually move your fingers your fingers should not move but you know how you like look right now i can feel it moves a little bit but i can feel the you you know how you can feel a little bit of the tension Mm -hmm. on the fingertips right you do that, you do that, you do that. And then after like a little bit of doing that, like so that's basically because here's what loose here's what you gotta basically do. When you're falling asleep, your body um, goes through a bunch of checks to make sure that you're actually sleeping before it does something to you. So one of them is you ever notice when you're like you're kind of falling asleep and you're like in and out and you turn, right? And you like you yeah. roll over and shit. That's your body doing a check to see whether or not you're sleeping. Mm-hmm. And if you actually turn. It knows you're not sleeping and it doesn't put you into sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's one of the checks. So while you're doing fill, uh, FILD, finger induced lucid dreaming, um, you try to avoid, you, you'll get that urge and it's a fucking horrible urge to turn, to roll over and you have to fight it and you fight it and you fight it and you fight it. Then eventually what will happen is you'll feel uh, a tingling in most of your body um, from the neck down. And that is your body getting ready to go into sleep paralysis. And sleep paralysis is the reason that when we have a dream and we jump and we run and we kick and we do whatever, our body doesn't actually move, mm-hmm. right? Have you ever seen a dog, uh, it's, it's dreaming and it's like, it's like kind of starts twitching or whatever, right? Yeah, it moves that, around in its bed. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. And, and that's, you know, that's be, it's not actually moving a lot because it's in sleep paralysis, right? Now, the scary thing about sleep paralysis is there's something called your amygdala. And your amygdala controls your fear, right? Basically, it's in your brain, right? And what happens is when you're in sleep paralysis, um, you are paralyzed from the neck down. It's a, it's a frightening sensation, right? And, the, and you can't really get out of it because you can't move yourself. Basically, your body thinks it's going to sleep. It's putting you into sleep paralysis. The only way you can get out of it is by blinking your eyes very, very hard to kind of like wake your body up and be like, hey, fuck, no, I'm awake kind of thing, right? But... When you're going into sleep paralysis, it, it fucks with your amygdala a little bit. And there's a thing called the dark lady. Hold on. Let me just uh, pull it. This. Let me just pull it up really quick. The dark lady uh, sleeping. Maybe it's um, might be like the woman in black or, or some shit. I just got to cross check here. Uh, it's the one that. Oh, the night hag. Yeah. So it's night hag. And this is a sensation that most people get. And um. Basically, it feels like someone's in the room watching you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when it happened to me the, for the first time, I felt like there was someone in the corner of my room, up in the top corner, right, looking down on me, watching me, and I couldn't do anything because I was in sleep paralysis. I got so scared. I woke myself up with the eye thing. I flipped on the lights in my, my bathroom, which was connected to my room, and I slept with it like a, like a, like a nightlight for like the next three days because it was mm-hmm. such a horrible fucking experience. That's scary. Yeah, because it fucks with your amygdala. Like it basically converts you into thinking like there's I, someone there ready to pounce on you. And I, then I wh- know someone that actually deals with that like as an issue. Yeah. So that's oh, that happens to them often. Well, because what can happen is you can wake up in sleep paralysis, which some people do and they get extremely scared because they cannot move and they have that the, the night hag they in the corner. It. Yeah. Mm. And like they'll feel it pulling you and shit like that. It's fucked up. That's yeah. scary. So, but if you can get by that, <laughs> um, you can do sleep paralysis. And what you got to do is with the finger-induced lucid dreaming, right? Um, some of the time, at least I would say in my successful attempts at uh, 
at lucid dreaming, um, I would say only maybe 20% of the time I, I, I kind of recognized the night hag. Every other time I kind of just went in through the process. Mm-hmm. And you do that finger thing that I was talking about. And then you reach over with your hand and you plug your nose and you try and take a breath. Okay. If you can't breathe or you try and take a breath through your nose, right? If you can't breathe, you're not sleeping, right? Or you're not dreaming, right? But what happens is, and this is where it gets amazing, if you plug your nose and you take a deep breath through your nose and you can breathe, motherfucker, you're dreaming. And that's how you know. That's how you know. So you do that and you're like, okay, calm down because you're dreaming. And if, and if you get too excited, your body wakes itself up, right? So you have to calm down and then you realize you're in your bed and you realize you're dreaming. Now you can do whatever the fuck you want. And it's actually unbelievable. It's an unbelievable feeling. And you know what the best part is? Lucid dreaming is basically a way for you to tap into your subconscious. I don't know the exact stat, but I think it's like we only use 10% of our brain or 15% of our no, brain or something. No, not true. What? Okay, go cool. on. Is it not true? No. I thought it was only 10%. Yeah, I thought it was. It's a saying, but I don't think it's true at all. No, I actually, I think that is a natural. I think it's a legit thing. Um, I'm going to Google it here now. Anyways, so the point is... Um, Everything else that happens, like those gut feelings you get, right? Those all come from somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. They're coming from your subconscious, right? But you can't actually access your subconscious, right? But dreaming is coming from your subconscious. So when you can control your dreams, you can ask yourself questions that you need the answer to that your subconscious already fucking knows. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But your brain can't really figure out all the nerves and the differences and the feelings and the emotions and and give you a complete answer. So you can literally meet someone from the past, like maybe Lincoln or something, right? And ask them a question and have a conversation. And you can ask yourself an answer to a question that's really been bothering you and your subconscious will have the answer. That's pretty fucking cool. It is very cool. Um, But that night hag thing, like that's a legit, like I know uh, this guy, he, he couldn't sleep and his mom would have to go into the room and sleep with him because he would have these night terrors every night. And it wasn't always, um, a woman. It would, it could be different things. It could be a a man standing there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's actually like documentaries about it. And it's like, it's freaky. It's sad. Like these people that, that go through these things. Hmm. Oh, it's so, I think Sarah might be onto something here. Keep, uh, it's because we, yeah. We've done a lot of science with the brain, neurology, and shit like that. Like, right, but I, I don't. A lot yeah, but I don't think we use parts. our whole brain. We still have a subconscious. Yeah, yeah, that's for sure. Right, but I'm just trying to figure out what percentage we. I think you're right on the 10 percent thing, though. So let's try. 65 percent of Americans believe that we only use 10 percent of our brain, but this is just a myth, according to an interview with a neurologist. Blah blah blah. Uh, I don't think he explained that the majority of our brain is most always active. Okay, so it says you use the majority. Let's say you use 60 percent. We use 60 percent of our brain, right? But we still have to, our body still has to um, be able to understand and diagnose the emotions and the signals it's getting sent, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're sleeping, you can um, just uh, just use your subconscious. So also, um, you can meet people, right? Like you can say, for example, Mark, I tried to do this with Mark, and I don't think it ever actually worked. And I think it's been so long now since I've tried it that like asking him now wouldn't make any sense, um, even though... Uh, um, basically what it is, is you can, you can sleep, you can go to sleep, you can, um, per- know that you're dreaming, become lucid in dreaming and then go and visit someone. Like I would visit Mark, right. Mm-hmm. And ask him questions and have a conversation. And one time, no, no joke. One time Mark was actually like, yo, I dreamt about you last night or some shit. But like, I don't think there's anything value there. I think it's just your subconscious answering for what you believe that person would answer. Right. 
Yeah, of course. It's still from your own perspective. It's right. Not yeah. It's not like you're not actually else. getting his brain. Yeah, yeah exactly. But a lot of time, you know, like you guys are best friends. Like you guys know. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Easy there, you sir. know each other very well. You know their answers. <laughs> no? Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. No, Mark surprises me. Why that? What did Why you need that? to go visit? Like, what? I- what was the big question that you needed to? I go didn't. Visit I didn't have Mark? a question to ask. I just Paul wanted just to, wanted to see me naked. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, um, I I actively try and lucid dream, and um, I even went as far as on Kickstarter. I bought a lucid dreaming mask, and it's basically a mask that you wear to sleep, and it flashes red lights at certain parts in your sleep cycle, mm-hmm. so that when you see in your dream the flashing red lights, it's a signal to say, "Okay, I'm dreaming," and um. It's supposed to help you wake up and stuff, but I never ended up using it. I feel like I, it gave I me a headache. I remember my, my cousin sure. Alphonse. Remember, I think I was telling you about this because he used to have that sort of dream where he would like fly. He would leave his body and he'd see it and whatever. And So that's something different. That's I fucking scary. What are you hi, what's say? it called? Hi- astral projection. Astral projection. Mm. What were you talking about? My mom used to astral projection. And, and to the point where he was scared he couldn't get back. Yeah, the <gasps> astral projection oh, really? is frightening. So wow. astral projection is when... Um, I, I don't necessarily know if it's that you know that you're dreaming. I, I don't know what the dreaming side of it is supposed to be, but what it is is um, when you basically you're above your own body and you can see yourself sleeping mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, that's me. I'm sleeping. And then you can control it. And you're worried that like, how do I get back into my body? Yeah, it's I've a frightening had those thing. experiences and I just like <laughs> just got it's great. Who are you taking out. a selfie for? Who are you taking a selfie for? Linda. Vicky? Who? No, I was just doing it for fun, actually. Oh, my God. <laughs> you going to put it on your Instagram? Snapchat.com. I don't Snapchat. Snapchat. <laughs> Do you have Snapchat.com? <laughs> Holy fuck, you dated is yourself. Holy shit. Snapchat? .com? Snapchat.com? Is, is there a website? Mis- that Do you have Snapchat.com, Mark? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I have Snapchat. You should get it. I have Snapchat.org, not .com. <laughs> it's the, I'm, in the, I'm on the other one. <laughs> don't hate are you gonna you're gonna insta your uh, your little uh, your, your selfie there with your headset? No, your I microphone? just wanted to do it for fun. I can't. I don't ever take pictures of myself. I just yeah, took fuck. a picture. Okay. Well, you could ask someone to take a picture for you. Do you want me to take a picture for you? So you have the whole mic in your mouth and the headphones on. And no, I could see that sitting there selfie. rolling your motherfucking sticky note. I could do it. I could post it on the <laughs> pep talks and tequila shots uh, Instagram. We have one. Uh, we yes, we have we one. We don't. Do. We're not very active on it though. How am I part of this? And I don't even know that that exists. You, we talked about it last yeah, week. Yeah, we did. We did talk about it last week. Oh, I thought you were joking. Don't take a picture of me. Why not? I'll put your feet on it. You oh, t- hold on. I'll do. <laughs> you took a photo of my feet last week. I'll take a photo of Mark. It was embarrassing. Okay. Adrian. Yeah. How come you smiled for him? Well, oh, I didn't think win. he was actually doing it. All right, ready, Mark? Here we go. One, two, three. Pep docs in your cock. <laughs> <laughs> You're such a shit. So we'll get back to astral projection because yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. fucked. Yeah, I don't. So um, I don't know as much about astral. What are the pro- movies that are based on this? Um, um, Insidious. Insidious. That's right. I'm pretty sure Insidious was based on this. Hmm. I could be wrong though, but I'm pretty sure the kid he got stuck in the middle world or whatever it was, right? I didn't see it. I, I yeah, think not. Didn't see Insidious. Those are like such amazing shows. All right, is there like a three minute movies? I mean, Beginner's Guide. The most powerful. I just want to see if. Um, but yeah, while you're doing that, like he, my cousin would be sleeping, and then all of a sudden he could see down. He could see his, himself, his wife sleeping, and he would just go higher and higher, and he would go through the roof of the house and keep going up and up, and he would see things, and he could always get back down. But there was one point where he just kept going higher and higher, and he couldn't get himself back down, and then finally he did. 
How did he do it? I don't know, but it's like freaky. Like mm-hmm. it's yeah, you feel like you can't get back, and you're and panicking because your body is frozen. You're in that state that sleep paralysis. Yeah. yeah, and you can't do anything, and you you just try, and you literally just he's like you float up and up and up and up, and he's like trying, and he's fighting to get back down, and mm-hmm. so it's no, F- I've experienced uh, that. Like it's pretty pretty fucking scary, but it doesn't last very long. You've experienced that. Yeah. Not many people have experienced that. Like Why don't you believe me when I say things? You've had an out-of-body like, yeah. experience. I never just... Dis- like sleeping. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'll be in the roof, and sometimes I do go above the roof, and I and then I freak out, and I always, like, jolt, I'm able to, like, jolt my arms. Yeah. It's an out-of-body experience, out. right? So it it's doesn't scary. feel like it you're dreaming, right? It feels like you're you're in the room with you sleeping. You're, like, a third yeah. party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow, yeah. that's crazy. No, it is a different experience than Let's dreaming. take a look at this. What is up, guys, and welcome back to Koi's Corner. Hey, Koi. Okay, Koi. You know, here's the thing about fucking YouTube videos here. I want to watch a quick YouTube video on what is astral projection, right? No, they're going to introduce themselves. And they have to have intros yeah. and ads. It's, and like, it's like when you, you want to watch a YouTube video on how to, uh, how to, how to fix the toilet or mm-hmm. how to fix the sink, right? It always starts with, hey, everybody. It's like, okay. The uh, toilet guy here. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, I don't need to be an expert. No. So I skip the first half, right? You watch a little bit of it. You're like, I fucking got this. And you never finish it either. Because you're like, I can wrap this up myself, right? Yeah. I always go back. All right. I let's see what Koi says. Like He's got a million and one views. So. are born with and used to experience life. No one cares, Koi. Experiential plane. In the astral plane within these experiences they all similarly happen there's only certain ways for them to happen this is the crazy part people that have never met so you know when the guys got uh earrings that are the size of a of a like a dollar silver dollar mm-hmm. and um and some pictures of uh yeah and a man bun but, and but a bunch perfectly of like tattoos. manicured eyebrows <laughs> and yeah his brows looks good anyway go on yeah uh, you know he's other, he's the shit. Other, still experience the same ideal things, and I personally think that astral projections are key when it comes to really starting to understand and. Ex- Come on, I just want to know what it is. Different times experience these things the same way and documented them the same way. But the funny thing is, it really wasn't brought back up in the popular light in popular culture to the mainstream people till about the 1970s, 80s, when a man named Robert Monroe started having a massive amount of astral projections. He then wrote these three books on the topics, which I highly suggest anybody getting into astral projection journey should of the read body. immediately. Ultimate Journey and Far Journey. It sounds like a fucking Scientology like I was catalog. just gonna say. Or no, it looks like that other guy, um, not Scientology, but the other religion where the guy was like, he always wore a captain's hat, a sailor's hat. Um, were they all? Oh, actually, maybe Scientology. Is Scientology. I'm thinking of something semen. else. Yeah. But yeah, it is very much like Scientology. Yeah, no, it is. It's exactly like it. What's And the guy's name is Ron R. Hubbard, Hubbard or something like that. Yeah. R, R, L, yeah. Something like that. You know? it's a, yeah. No, Scientology is a... You know who I look up to? Roy Papil. Who's that? <laughs> you should look him up. He's the one that does all the season on TV shit. His name <laughs> sounds like it would be fun to say. Roy Papil? I think that's kind of like his name. I don't remember exactly. Oh, Roy Papil. But you know, like the <laughs> like the Toastmaster and the stuff that dehydrates shit and the speed cooker things. Like, that's all him. He makes it sound good. Yeah, he used to have the spray, hairspray, that literally fills in a bald spot, hair in a can. Oh, really? Yeah, that's guy. <laughs> oh, so he's an infomercial guy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like- but he's like the, the brains behind it. Is he's not the actual actor guy? No, he's like the mm-hmm. legit owner. Of Who's the one um, <coughs> that did uh, Sham Wow that made boatloads oh, of the, money and died from cocaine? The rapist? Is that wasn't he a rapist? pedophile or something? I don't know if he was a pedophile. Yeah, like he got like for sexual stuff. Like he was. Fuck everyone is nowadays. Well. Okay, don't downplay it. 
<laughs> All right. So, sorry. Back what was to his this. name? Do you I remember? What the fuck is so that? So step one was uh, be relaxed. Wait, he actually gave us steps. I didn't hear yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Be relaxed. That's like yeah, <laughs> fucking. That's be like relaxed. saying be skinny. Yeah. <laughs> step one to a healthy lifestyle: don't be fat. Okay. Like. <laughs> Look, he has a nose ring, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. legit. All right, we're going to not watch quite. Oh, like, here, three Sarah, minutes on Astro Projection short film. Love it. Let's Sarah do it. Has the bone I've always been him. different. Not just in a, wow, that kid is different, but in a spiritual way. The title of this is I, I was never myself. an avid yeah. churchgoer. Is that what it said? I don't know yeah. the Bible cover to cover. You don't Old. need to go back. Not just in a, I wow, hate my life. That kid is different. No, my selfie. But in I a hate my selfie? Way. I was never an avid churchgoer, and I don't this know the Bible cartoon. cover to cover, but I've always had a strong connection with God and the spiritual world. When I was a kid, I would just lie on my bed and talk to God for hours. On second thought, maybe I'm schizophrenic. Another religious connotation. Honestly, that would explain a lot. When I was 13, I started having different kinds of dreams. (laughs) They weren't conversations with dead people, but instead, they were dreams in which I floated around my neighborhood and spied on people. I know, that's creepier than talking to dead people, but trust me, if you're 13 and could snoop on your neighbors, you would. It's stupid how many neighbors now. I know not. this is going to be hard to take in, and I'm sure a lot of you have already started mentally checking out. But trust me, it's not bullshit. If the term astral projection sounds familiar to you, it's probably because you saw the 2010 horror film Insidious ah, about the kid who could float outside of his body while dreaming. When I saw that movie, I freaked out. I thought I was the only person who had ever experienced such a thing. After watching the movie, I went back home and started researching and learned that astral projection was incredibly common. Even some celebrities could do it, like Gary Busey and Shaq. Okay, I'm aware those aren't the best examples of people to trust, but hey, it's something. A week later, I went to sleep, not expecting anything, and of course, that's when it happened. I had the most intense astral projection of my life. As I drifted off to sleep, my eyes began to open, but this time, I couldn't float outside of my body. Something was holding me back. I looked around the room and I saw a black figure standing by the door. The night hag. It didn't have a face and it didn't have much of a shape. It was more like the essence of a person. I could hear it breathing and it started getting closer and closer to me. I tried everything I could to wake up but nothing was working. My heart was pounding and my stomach was churning like I was going to throw up. The figure got closer and closer but I still couldn't see its face. Then it put its hand, which looked more like a claw on my chest and started pushing down. It felt like the presence was trying to get inside of my body. Finally, I woke up and I jumped off the couch. I ran out of my garage and into my house. I knew that what just happened was not good and it was way too real to be a nightmare. What gave it away? What gave away what just happened wasn't good? This is why why I slept with the fucking light on for three days. Astral projection or astral travel is an interpretation of out-of-body experience that assumes the existence of an astral body separate from the physical body and capable of traveling outside it. Wikipedia. <laughs> if you've ever astral projected, don't be afraid to explore and float around. But remember, if it starts to get out of hand, do not continue it. I think Gary Busey and Shaq might still be out there floating around while some mentally challenged demons are taking over their bodies. Maybe Britney Spears is a projector. Wow. Now everything makes sense. What the fuck? Oh, that was Britney Spears. Oh. I'm gonna check that book out. Interesting. So, 
it's a legitimate frightening experience that night hag. Yeah. And some people, get, like Mark was saying, get stuck in that on fucking repeat. Yeah, That's terrifying. when you can't sleep. Yeah. That's when you wake like up. Like you're up. actually scared to go to bed. Yep. Oh. Crazy. Yeah. But I am going to... I'm. You should try and lucid dream though. Lucid dreaming is a lot of. It, it's such. It's such a good feeling. And when I say it's so a good feeling, go ahead. I feel like I have lucid dreamed before, but I didn't intentionally do it. Where I was just in a dream, and I realized that I was dreaming, and I choose like a certain door, which I knew I chose, kind of thing, like like something like so that. So there's 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 uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. There's sometimes when you're in a dream and you feel like you can control the dream, mm-hmm. but the dream is still progressing the way that it was meant to progress, right? No, I f- genuinely feel like I changed it completely. Like you could, like you feel like you could have just, just turned around and suddenly you'd be in New York City and then turn Where the I other way be, and you'd yeah. be... Yeah, sure, that's lucid dreaming, yeah. But I didn't... Yeah, it just kind of came out. Of, I didn't get there on purpose. Mm-hmm. Like you purposely tried to lucid dream. Yeah. Mine was just more of a, you know, oh, was happening. Oh, okay. and I was a little I was confused by that too. I'm glad I wasn't the only one. Okay. <laughs> Are you guys going to try and lucid dream? Let's see if no. Uh, I don't want to see do you this mag. No, I mean, that, that freaks me out. My, um, I remember my mom used to tell me, she's like, I, I should be laying there and she could hear something come up the stairs and she couldn't move and come into the room, but she couldn't move. And it used to like freak me out. And I was like, I don't need to get into that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Actually, I think it's interesting that he said that he spoke to God and like kind of like had that. No, I think that. I think it's all. It's. I think it's just a. It's a belief. It's a spiritual thing. It's a mental thing. It's. I I don't think it has anything to do with a belief. Vulnerability and being open to different things and. Exactly. I think that's what it is. It 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 makes you open. What does that look for? Yeah, it makes you more open to it at a younger age and just a I mean, I feel like, like you can be an atheist or agnostic no, 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 and still no. lucid dream. Of course, dreams. So yeah. what is that kid science. in the red shirt saying? It's like two minutes. How to lucid dream. He's yeah. at, he's saying how to if I, how to fill lucid so dream. So let's hear this. Let's hear this. You want to watch? Okay. Yeah, sure. That's only, what, two minutes? Yeah, it's only two minutes. Bromia? Bromia? What is up, guys? In this video, I'm going to teach you guys how to file lucid dream. I can't do it. All the lucid dreaming videos again because I deleted them last time because of issues with people trying to hack me. But now it's it's over. Nobody's trying to hack me no more. So I'm good. I'm safe. I can make this video again. And this one is filed lucid dreaming, and there's going to be mild, dialed, and wild. Is that crazy? Or the other way around. I don't know. But anyway, and there's also going to be counting method and some other methods. Straight up, I'm just gonna make them all. This is really day. your pick, Mark. So you guys. I mean, how are you supposed to know? I get it. Lucid dream, and you can have a lucid dream tonight. <gasps> all right, let's get right into this. File lucid dreaming stands for fingered induced lucid dreaming. Oh, that's and what that you're talking about. You use your fingers instead of using your mind to lucid dream. We need to so have a, a live stream so you can see Mark and I's fucking bed. reactions when Sarah. I said this the last episode. Oh yeah, I wasn't listening. Feel as if you're about to fall asleep, like you feel as if you're like. Like on the urge, like you're almost like so tired and relaxed. This is the longest two minutes of my life. I'm so sorry. You want to go like this with your fingers, right? Barely move them. You don't want to be like. Looks like he's trying to get lucky. Keyboard. You don't want to be like playing the piano. You know, you just want to be like very slowly. Oh, my voice cracked. Very slowly, just not like that even. Just like 
almost as if you can just feel a bone moving. Your index and your middle finger just. What was that? Barely moving. You I can don't do know. it if you're laying on your back. You Somebody can do got a Tinder just close this. Side, Tinder. This, like um, on the side of your leg or something. But just do that for. Just don't even count. Just do it. Just keep doing it until you fall asleep. And then when you fall asleep, you'll have a lucid dream. It's just like magic. Like. Nobody really oh knows my how god! Just, I snore before my eyes close. How am I supposed to do this? <laughs> <laughs> oh god! I probably get anxiety for not doing it. Stupid. Yeah, maybe. Sorry about that, guys. That's all right. That was that was the perfect way to end the show, so that we are confident that no one will listen next week. With those kind of uh, recommendations, Mark. Okay, great. You need to just step up your game, all right? I hey, want you hey, to. Hey, hey, I think we're all having a good time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. All right, everyone. That's enough for today. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Pep Talks and Tequila Shots. See ya.